school is in lockdown. Rumor has it that Alexis is on a rampage, and I know why. This thing, it has taken over Alexis's body. She has no control over herself. Alexis, she is not capable of this. She is the sweetest girl. I need to put an end to this before she hurts more people. It was the first day of my sophomore year in high school. Most of my class remained the same, for the exception of a few transfer students. While walking to my locker, one student in particular caught my attention. She was stunning. Beautiful blonde hair, blue eyes, basically everything I'd imagine in my dream girl. She looked a bit on the older side, so I thought she had to be a junior or senior. I tried to refocus on the task at hand. I grabbed my books and headed to my next class, which was photography. It was in one of those computer labs with computers next to each other. To my surprise, the beautiful girl was in the photography class with me. It was a small class with only 12 of us. I only knew one guy out of the whole class. Since the class was an elective, it also had juniors and seniors in it that I didn't recognize. The teacher had us all stand up in front of the class and do the usual icebreaker routine. One by one, the teacher asked us our names, where we were from, and one cool fact about us. I was the second to last to introduce myself. My name is Dylan Fries. I am from Michigan. I can play the piano. The last in line was the stunning girl. She introduced herself. My name is Alexis. I am originally from the United Kingdom and moved to North Carolina. My fun fact is that my family moved out of North Carolina because of a haunted house. Everyone in the class started laughing. Even the teacher couldn't contain himself. The teacher said, wow, that's the best one I've heard all day. The weird thing was Alexis looked dead serious. Before Alexis could interrupt him, the teacher started talking. Okay, class, take your seats. Since this is a small class, you can sit where you'd like. Alexis took her seat across the classroom. I followed in close pursuit. I had to know if she was just joking about the whole haunted house thing. And of course, I was really attracted to her. After taking our seats, the teacher instructed us to log into the computers and into our school email. He announced, click on your class, go to assignments, and click the top one. You will be given a list of photos and you need to make notes about what is wrong with each one. There is no right or wrong answer and this will not be graded. Feel free to work with a partner next to you. I finally had the chance to talk to Alexis. Hey, I'm Dylan. Well, yeah, dummy. You said your name to the whole class in the introduction. Well, if you're so good, what was my fun fact? Well, you can play the piano. How good you can play remains to be seen. Maybe I can show you sometime. That would be great, actually. A date it is, then. Changing topics, I wanted to ask you in all seriousness. Was your house really haunted? Yes, it was. We moved to, into this, like, really old house in North Carolina when we first got to the States. It just had that, you know, heavy feeling the moment you stepped in. At night, I would hear things move around and demonic voices. My parents heard them, too. One night, I was asleep in my bed. Something jolted me awake. When my eyes opened, I saw this demon child hovering above me. It was the scariest thing I ever saw in my life. I blinked and it was gone. My parents had similar experiences. Finally, we couldn't take it anymore and sold the house. Now I'm here. Wow, that is quite the story. Before I could ask Alexis more stories, the teacher interrupted. 
Okay, class, save your work. We are going out into the courtyard to take some pictures. I assume most of you have phones with cameras. Those that don't group up with someone that does. We went outside the classroom into the courtyard. The teacher continued. Okay, now with your partner or group, each take five different photos of each other. Please change up the camera angles and poses. This is just a test run. The school will issue us the good cameras tomorrow. The class started socializing and taking photos. I took out my phone. Okay, Alexis, smile, I said. I held up the phone and snapped the photo. I glanced down at the photo. My heart fell through the floor. Right next to Alexis was a demonic-looking child, its long jet-black hair covering most of its face. Is everything all right? Yeah, everything is totally fine. You know what? The sun washed out the whole photo. Let's take a new one. I quickly deleted the photo and held my phone up once again to take another photo. I snapped the next photo. I held my breath as I glanced back down at my phone. The demon child was there again, this time closer to Alexis, right up against her. This has to be some sick joke, I thought to myself. This can't be real. She must have messed with my phone. Is there something wrong? No, my phone is just glitching a bit. Let me reset it. I quickly deleted the photo and restarted my phone. Okay, let's try this again, I said. I picked up the phone again, hesitant to even take the picture. I pointed the phone at Alexis. Before snapping the photo, I glanced at the screen. Nothing was there. I took the photo. As soon as I took the photo, Alexis coughed. I ran over to her. Are you okay? I asked. She slowly looked up at me and I felt my bones shiver. It felt as if there was a demonic presence right in front of me. Get out. Leave me alone. All of a sudden, Alexis's head went limp to one side and raised again. Hey, what just happened? I feel really lightheaded. I think you need to get some water and sit down. The teacher finally said, All right, students, time to get your things and move on to your next period. We went back inside the classroom. I gave Alexis my water bottle. She seemed completely fine now. The whole situation freaked me out. I arrived at my next class. I wanted to erase that bizarre situation out of my mind. What the hell happened back there? It hit me like a ton of bricks, the last photo. I never looked at the last photo. I pulled my phone out of my pocket. I went to my photos app. I tapped on the photo. It was even worse than before. The demon child looked like she was inside Alexis, like a spirit going inside of a body. Is this even real life? Before I could even think, an announcement was made over the PA system. Lockdown, lockdown, code black, code black. The teacher, Mr. Blackwell, immediately locked the classroom door. He told us to hide under our desks. Most of the students did not take it seriously. Some even had their smartphones out playing games. All of a sudden, a loud yell came from outside the door. Help! Somebody help me! Mr. Blackwell peeked out the door. His face lost all color. He whispered under his breath. Oh, my God. I couldn't help myself. I got up from under my desk and approached the door. Mr. Blackwell yelled, Get back under the desk. What do you think you're doing? I ignored him and looked out the glass window of the door. In the hallway was Alexis. Her back was turned to me. She was holding onto a bloody kitchen knife. As if sensing my presence, she slowly turned around to face me. She barely looked like her former self and looked more like the devil child in the pictures. On the ground was the principal, Mr. White. Alexis had these crazed eyes and a devilish smile. I had this intense feeling that I needed to stop this. I unlocked the door and sprinted at Alexis. I tackled her. The knife flew out of her hands. The injured principal got up and ran away. Alexis, snap out of it, I yelled. I need to kill 
Alexis, you are not a killer. You need to fight whatever is inside of you. For a brief second, Alexis seemed to relax and talk normal. Where am I? Oh my gosh. Why... Why is there blood all over my hands? Alexis, you need to listen to me. There is an entity inside of you. You need to fight it with all your power and strength. What have I done? Get out of my body, whatever you are! All of a sudden, Alexis closed her eyes and passed out. The police came and I told them everything. I still had the last picture I took of her with the demon child, but they weren't interested. Alexis was admitted to a mental health facility, and that was the last I heard about it. The school brushed everything under the rug, and most students never knew what actually happened that day. Hey everyone, I want to take a quick second to remind you all to click that follow button if you're listening on Spotify. This way you'll get notified every time a new episode is released. Now back to the story. The loudspeaker came on. We are on lockdown until further notice. Lock your doors. There is an imminent threat on the loose. I was in a classroom all by myself. I thought to myself, where is everyone? Where is the teacher? What danger could there possibly be? I got up from my desk and went over to the door. Looking through the glass panel in the door, I couldn't see anyone outside in the hallway. I opened the door and walked out into the hallway. It was dark and eerie looking. I looked left and looked right. In both directions, the hallway didn't seem to end. It went on for what seemed into an eternity and looked like a dark abyss. I decided to turn right and started walking forward. After walking about 10 feet, there was another hallway. It also seemed to go on for what seemed forever. Not wanting to change directions, I decided to keep proceeding forward on the same hallway. Every 10 feet, there were other hallways all intersecting the main hallway I was on. What the hell is this? I thought to myself. I saw a shadow quickly dart across the main hallway. I yelled, who are you? I ran to the spot it looked like he crossed over at. I turned left and decided to pursue whoever this was. The hallway was just like the others, seemingly going on forever, never ending from what my eyes could see. After walking for about five minutes, I saw red glowing eyes that stood out from the darkness. I yelled, who are you and what is this place? I received no response from the man. As I continued my trek forward, the red eyes I saw faded into the darkness. After five minutes of walking, a classroom door appeared on the left side. I peered into the glass. There was a creepy guy at the front of the class dressed in a lab coat. I figured this had to be the teacher. All the desks were also filled with students. The students looked to be older though, probably in their mid to late 20s. They were also wearing similar medical outfits as the teacher. I knocked on the door. The teacher stopped his lecture, turned, and looked at me. He had a shocked look on his face. Next thing I knew, he ran towards the door and locked it. I pleaded to him, let me in. How do I get out of this place? Please help me. He was expressionless, gazing into my eyes. I saw him back up from the door and reach for a telephone connected to the wall. I banged on the door some more. Nothing, no reaction. I kept moving, swiftly down the hallway. 
After what seemed like an hour of walking, another door appeared. This time it was on the right side of the corridor. I peered into the door. This time the room looked like a bounce house. A man in the middle was in a white straitjacket. As soon as he saw me, he ran towards the door. He screamed, help, help me get out of here. I tried to open the door. It was locked even from the outside. I yelled back, I will go and get help. We will get out of here. I continued my endless walk down the hallway. I thought to myself, what the hell kind of school is this? All of a sudden, a voice yelled out behind me. Hey, kid, come here. I turned around. In front of me was what looked to be a doctor. He was holding a syringe. I yelled out, who are you and what is this place? He replied, you are asking too many questions. Just stay there. I'm coming over to you. I ran in the other direction. Out of nowhere, another doctor sidelined. He pushed me to the ground. A syringe plunged into my shoulder. I awoke in a hospital bed, restrained. A doctor stood over me. He said, Frank, you forgot to take your morning meds again. Or did you forget to take them on purpose? I asked, Where the hell am I? I was just in school and it was on lockdown. The school went on forever and I couldn't escape the building. He replied, School? On lockdown? That's a good one, Frank. I haven't heard that one before. You had the whole facility worried sick about you. I replied, You can't keep us trapped here forever. You are a sick man. He replied, I will let you out when you start taking your meds again. Other than that, I have to run to another patient. Oh, by the way, here is your pill. He placed it in my mouth for me and gave me water. I pretended to swallow the pill. As soon as the doctor left the room, I spit the water and pill out on the floor. After about 10 minutes, I closed my eyes and opened them. I was now sitting in the same empty classroom as before. The loudspeaker came on. We are on lockdown until further notice. Lock your doors. There is an imminent threat on the loose. I thought to myself, where is everyone? Where is the teacher? What danger could there possibly be? I was framed. I don't know by who or how he did it, but I am innocent. I promise. It was my senior year. Graduation day was quickly approaching. My stress levels were high because I was in charge of designing the school's yearbook. Looking back, I was dumb for accepting the task. It was a lot more work than what I bargained for, especially since I was a serial procrastinator. I had two more weeks to finish the book. Luckily, I only had two classes on Fridays, so most of my day could be spent working on the book. This particular Friday I am about to describe will haunt me for the rest of my life. After my second class ended, I booked it to the computer lab. The room was pretty high tech. You needed a key card to get into the room. After scanning my key card, I sat down at one of the computers and got started. I opened up the editing software. As the program was loading, my computer suddenly powered down. I tried turning the computer back on, but nothing happened. Just when I was about to switch computers, the lights in the room went off. I got up from my chair and decided to get an IT guy to help me out. I tried to open the door, but it wouldn't budge. I pushed my body weight into it, but it was locked shut. I thought this was bizarre because you only needed the key card to get in, not out. The door was always unlocked from the inside. I peered out of the small rectangular window in the door. There was no one, 
Class was in session, so all the students and teachers were in their rooms. In every classroom, my school had these black landline phones. They had quick dial functions for all the main offices. I made my way over to the phone, picked it up, and placed it to my ear. No dial tone. Well, this is weird, I thought to myself. I pulled my cell phone out of my pocket. I glanced down at my phone. In the upper right-hand corner, it said no signal. This was getting a little ridiculous. I've always had perfect cellular signal at my school, especially since there was a radio tower nearby. Now I was getting angry. I had all this work to get done and couldn't do a single thing. I can't even get out of the damn room or call anybody for help. As time went on, my anger turned to rage. I banged on the wall, hoping to get the attention of an adjacent class. Nobody responded. I sat myself down at the computer again. The only thing I could do was wait for the period to be over and get the attention of a passerby. In frustration, I pressed the power button of the computer again. Nothing happened. I sat there, contemplating my next move. All of a sudden, all the computers in the lab turned on. They didn't boot up like normal, though. A white screen popped up on every monitor. Then a logo appeared. The image looked to be a diamond inside of a pitchfork. I didn't know what to think. Was this a glitch? It couldn't be. This had to be a deliberate action by somebody. Maybe somebody hacked into the school system. One by one, computers started shutting off around me. Every computer monitor went dark, besides the one right in front of me. The white screen with the creepy logo still appeared on my screen. Randomly black text appeared below the logo. Please click to continue. Well, I had nothing better going on. Intrigued. I clicked on the logo. A screen popped up. It was a live video of me. I slowly turned around. Behind me, in the corner of the ceiling, was a security camera. A red light was blinking on it, showing that it was recording. I turned back and faced the screen. I said aloud, nice joke, whoever you are. Then, what looked to be a live video of the front of the school loaded. All of a sudden, a man holding a gun entered into view. As the man became clearer, I realized it was me. How, how did you? Before I could finish speaking, gunshots rang out. The gunshots corresponded to me on the video opening fire. How the hell did you do this? I asked. More gunshots rang out. The gunshots didn't seem entirely real. It sounded as if they were coming over the PA system. I could hear the yells and screams of students in nearby classrooms. The loudspeaker sounded. It was the principal. Code red, code red. Active shooter on the premises. I repeat, there is a gunman on campus. The live stream on my screen switched to a view of my room. Even though I was still seated in my chair, the video showed me by the door. I was pointing a rifle out of the rectangular window in the door. The video froze. An email screen popped up. The image of me holding the gun by the door was sent as an email attachment. The email recipient was the principal. The subject said, I am not going down without a fight. I yelled at the screen. Who the hell are you? And what do you want from me? More gunshots rang out over the PA system. Stop this sick joke right now, I screamed. I got up from the computer and looked out the window. Across the way was the principal's office. I could see him talking on the phone and pointing in my direction. I whispered under my breath. This is not good. I went back over to the computer. This time the screen was completely white. Then a creepy clown face popped up on the screen. It was laughing uncontrollably. 
The creepy laughs boomed over the loudspeaker in the room. My heart was racing. I thought to myself, why is this happening to me? The clown face disappeared. Now the screen went back to the front of the school. SWAT cars pulled up. Faculty were pointing them in the direction of my room. Now the reality hit me. They might actually kill me by mistake. I hid under the desk. I could hear the SWAT team getting closer and closer. They were right in front of the door. All of a sudden, gunshots rang across the loudspeaker. The SWAT team immediately returned fire. Bullets whizzed across my head. The door got kicked down. Flashbangs flew in and I became dazed. Next thing I knew, I was in an interrogation room. I told them everything that happened. They confiscated the computers and found nothing on them. They were convinced I was the one who orchestrated the whole prank. Since there was no evidence, I was never charged. That didn't matter though. All my classmates thought I planned the sick prank. The whole ordeal trashed my reputation and my senior year was ruined. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button to get notified every time a new episode is released. Also, please take a second to leave a rating for the podcast. This is so important to help the podcast grow. Thank you.